St. Paul strongly recommends that nobody should get married. Did you catch that in the second reading today? He basically referred to anybody in our lives who isn't God as a distraction. Now, there is some truth to that, but I don't think it's the whole story. I just recently started rereading St. Francis de Sales' Introduction to the Devout Life. Highly recommend. In the foreword, St. Francis, writing in the early 1600s, points out that there are tons of books written for monks and priests and nuns about how to live a devout life, but there's almost nothing for political leaders or married people or farm workers or bankers or whoever it may be. And he argues that if all of those people try to emulate the devotion of monks and priests and nuns, that they would be making a huge mistake. Devoutness is unique to each individual. Each of us is supposed to be holy in our own way. And I think the truth is that there, there is a balance. St. Paul's point is very valid. I think it is much easier for me in the life that I lead to find solitary alone time to be with God. St. Paul gives the reason for his advice. This is what he says. I'm telling you this for your own benefit, for the sake of adherence to the Lord without distraction. It is much easier for me to set aside time for prayer without distraction than it would be for a married person. That simply makes sense. But that doesn't mean that I'm called to be more holy than a married person. It just means that I'm called to a different type of holiness. And what St. Paul would argue is an easier road to holiness without distractions. I don't know if that's true or not. I often have distractions myself. But listening to God is a very complicated undertaking. In our first reading, we heard all the people ask to not hear the voice of God. This is what they said. They said, let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore, lest we die. It was commonly believed that for mere mortals to see the face of God or to hear his voice would be either too much for them to bear or would be overstepping their proper place and that they would die. God is infinite and we as finite beings can't really handle the infinite. But again, there's a balance. God himself acknowledges that they are correct, that it is not good for them to hear his voice without a mediator. But he promises to give them prophets to speak his words to them. Prophets who will speak for God, and ultimately that promise includes Jesus Christ himself, true God and true man, who can speak as God in a form that we as mortals can hear and live. God finds that way to bridge the gap between his own infiniteness and our mortality. So we must listen to God but it's dangerous to hear the voice of God. And we must not let anything distract us from God, but we have obligations to other people in our lives which naturally distract us from God. And even really good, holy people in our lives can take away time that we might otherwise spend with God. So here is a concrete example which I've heard many, many times. A young mother with young kids comes to me in confession with feelings of guilt that she is not able to pray like she used to be before having kids. I hear that very often, and I will as gently as possible remind her that her way of living out holiness has changed, 
and that it would not make any sense for her to spend the same amount of time in prayer now as she did before she had kids. Her responsibilities in life have changed. St. Francis de Sales is absolutely correct. Devoutness is dependent on our state in life. How we listen to God depends on who we are, what are our responsibilities in life, and who we are called to serve. St. Paul advocates for people to remain single because that makes it easier to listen to God, but that doesn't mean that those who choose to get married are off the hook. Y'all still have a responsibility to listen to God as well. It just looks a little bit different. If you have the opportunity to read that book, Introduction to the Devout Life, I do highly recommend it. I'm rereading it for a couple of reasons. First of all, for what I can learn from it for myself in my own prayer. But also, and maybe more importantly, for what I can pass on to quote-unquote normal people leading normal lives in the world about how God is calling them to holiness. And I don't have all the answers, certainly not, but I do know that each person is unique, and that makes giving homework rather difficult. But I can offer a couple of simple suggestions. They are time and space. First, set aside time for God. And that's going to look different for each of us. It's going to be very difficult for some of us. It's going to be very easy for others. But it's necessary for all of us. If we want to listen to God, we have to give him the opportunity to speak. And then secondly, space. It's extremely helpful to have a place in our homes that is dedicated to God, even if it's just a tiny prayer corner with a simple crucifix. Such a space can help us to put ourselves in God's presence and to change our frame of mind when we go into that time of prayer. So I encourage you to have or find a physical space for God in your life and to spend some time each and every day in that space and ask God to speak to you.